0: It's the least I could do, I replied, and as soon as those words had left my lips, I knew it was a lie. I thought, that's not true. In fact, it wasn't the very least I could do. A few weeks ago, a friend of mine celebrated his 36th birthday, so being a good priest, I offered Mass for him. The next day at the gym, I handed him a card denoting that I had done this for him as a gift on his birthday. A few days later, his wife, the owner of the gym, thanked me for the card on behalf of her husband. Slightly caught off guard because we had just finished working out, I responded, oh, it's the least I could do. But as I walked home from CrossFit Buckrow Beach, it bothered me how I had responded, it wasn't the least I can do. But in that moment, I had wanted it to seem like it wasn't a big deal. The words that I uttered had betrayed my intention in offering mass for him. Here's what I mean. Change the scenario a little bit. If she had said to me, hey, you put in a lot of effort to today's workout, good job and I responded with, oh, it's the least I could do, it means one of two things. One, either I am a liar and I really did put in a lot of effort to that workout, or two, I didn't put in a lot of effort to that workout and I just wasted her time as the coach and my own time. Because I'm not gonna get any benefit out of anything if I don't put effort in. In order to get benefit in any area of life, be it working out, investing, education, you have to put in a good deal of effort to see any sort of return. The church calls this applied effort in the spiritual life the cultivation of virtue, working hard to develop good habits that positively affect your life in every area as well as affecting the world at large. But this notion of the least I could do got me thinking. How much effort is enough? How do you quantify effort? I know that to graduate from the university I received my bachelor's from, that you need 124 credits to be qualified to be massively in debt. I mean to graduate. I know that as a paramedic, I need 60 continuing education hours every two years to keep my certification. But what about when it comes to God? How much effort is needed to impress God? Abraham asked God in the first reading, how many, O Lord, are enough? How many righteous people does it take to sway your anger, to change your mind, to bring about a good end? The disciples ask in the gospel, Lord, how much prayer is enough? What kind of prayer is enough? Teach us to pray because John the Baptist taught his disciples how to pray and and we don't feel we've learned enough. I think we ask the Lord the same thing in prayer a lot How much do I have to pray for it to be enough? for that terrible situation in my life to change, for the medical test result to have been a mistake and come back with a different prognosis, for things to work out the way that I so desperately want them to. How much is enough to change your will, Lord? The psalm we just sang said, Lord, in the day I called for help, you answered me. Why is it then That when sometimes I ask, I seek, or I knock, all I feel is you answering with silence. What do I do then? The answer is in today's gospel. Jesus teaches his disciples how to pray, which is enough. And then directly afterward, he tells them a parable about persistence. The point of the story is that because the neighbor that needed something was so persistent and annoying, the tired and sleepy friend relents and gives him what he needs. So while the Lord taught us exactly how to pray, that would be enough, he also knows that sometimes we aren't going to get the answer we want, but he doesn't want us to give up or to give in to mistrust. He wants us to persist. Maybe the constant turning in prayer to God will develop a deeper level of intimacy we've never known before. Maybe we've always trusted God with everything in our lives except one area, and He is asking for us to give up control. Maybe the prayers we offer for others just might end up changing us instead while the circumstances that remain still break our hearts. Jesus gave us the metric by which we can measure our lives to know if we are doing enough. The cross was enough. Laying down his life was enough. Leaving his flesh and blood as food and drink was enough. Until we live a life united with the cross of Christ, We have not done enough. It's okay that we don't get our prayers answered all the time. It hurts, but it's okay. The best thing that we can do in situations when our prayers are unanswered is to trust, offer, and resign. When fear and anxiety creep in and the devil pushes you to mistrust, simply say, Jesus, I trust in you. There is a reason we have it on that giant picture right there, so that you may be reminded, Jesus, I trust in you, every time you walk into this church. A small act of faith is very powerful. Next, we should offer the Lord something Offer whatever feelings you have at that moment as a sacrifice of praise. This is a beautiful prayer to the Father. Are you anxious? Offer it. Are you tired? Offer that. Are you exasperated beyond all belief and can't see how God could possibly be working any good through this situation? Then offer that too. When we have nothing left, Offer your nothingness. After you make a small act of faith by saying, Jesus, I trust in you, and then you have offered the Lord whatever feelings are in your heart, then you have to resign. Resign any feelings or false notion of being in control. Resign any thoughts of being powerful. Recognize that every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. So to think that we had any hand in the good things that happen to us is prideful. In Job chapter 2, verse 10, he says, We accept good things from the Lord, should we not also accept bad? Fire yourself as the one in charge, because after all, you aren't. Every single breath we take and every beat of our heart is a gift from God. So trust, offer, and resign. Jesus, I trust in you. I offer you the feelings that are inside me right now. And I resign any notion of control, realizing you are going to take care of everything. Because we can search forever for that feeling of having or being enough. Or we can know right now with certainty That what we offer to God, even in our brokenness and the storms of life, is a perfect offering to Him. And that is absolutely enough.